I pulled out any picture that applied to me that looked cool. I made a vision board. I started staring at it. And every single day when I was waking up feeling like I didn't want to get out of bed, I would make myself stare at that vision board and ask myself this question. If I was the girl living in that vision board, what choices would I make today? And that was a really pivotal question for me. It changed my life. It was everything because what started to happen from there is I started taking different actions. My thoughts were changing and I started taking different actions. I changed my body. I changed my health and things started to look up. Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast, all about reinventing your health with safer, cheaper, more effective natural solutions and powerful lifestyle changes so that you become the CEO of your health. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder. Now we've all heard the phrase that age is nothing but a number, and it's 100% true. Today is all about exploring the possibility of aging in reverse with my dear friend, Natalie Jill, who at the age of 48 years old is gracing fitness magazine covers this month. There is so much stigma about women getting older and Natalie and I wanna change that conversation today. Because here's the deal, as we get older, we have more money, more confidence, more self-acceptance, and we know how to steer the ship. And we are unapologetic about what we want. These are big wins for me because it took a while to get here. And I'm excited to shift the mindset around our value as women as we get older. But before we get into this important topic, I wanna share an exciting online event that I am hosting right now. Yes, my Essential Oil Hormone Summit is live and I'm so excited for you to join me. Whether you're struggling with hormones and you are ready to get your body back on track, or you're confused about what is going on with your body and you think it might be your hormones because goodness, your hormones are running the show, or you're educating about hormones and want to expand your knowledge, or you're even leading a movement and you want to give your people the best tools for changing their lives. Well, this event is for you. My mission is to help women everywhere become the CEO of their healthcare. This means always having solutions that work for you at your fingertips and never letting a health challenge stop you from living your fullest life. When I decided to create this epic event, it wasn't just about giving you the most up-to-date information on how oils and other powerful solutions can be used to balance your hormones. It was to make a difference in the lives of women all over the world. This Hormone Summit is so much more than epic education to support your hormone journey, although it's very much that. It's also an opportunity to give hope to girls around the world through our incredible fundraising effort. And what an amazing effort it is. Here is my truth. I believe all women should have access to education and reproductive health care. I believe everyone, especially girls, deserve human dignity. And that's why we're raising money for Days for Girls through the Essential Oil Hormone Summit. Currently, over 125 million girls will miss school and work each month this year due to inadequate menstrual supplies and education. And it leaves them as a target for human trafficking and becoming childhood brides. Days for Girls increases access to menstrual care and education that shatters stigmas and limitations for girls around the world. By giving girls the education and tools they need to be able to go to school and manage their periods discreetly, we're ensuring another generation does not have to be held hostage by her hormones and the normal functioning of her body. Now, when you sign up for this free online event 
and you decide to own the 34 ridiculously amazing interviews that are literally less than $2 per interview, you are making a contribution to Days for Girls to ensure girls all over the world don't have to miss school due to inadequate menstrual supplies. How incredible is that? So will you join me in making a difference, not only for yourself, because first and foremost, it is all about you getting empowered with the right solutions, protocols, and blueprints to ensure that you are feeling incredible. But when you invest in yourself, we get to pay it forward to women everywhere. Now, if you're ready to say yes, head on over to the show notes, or you can go to eohormonesummit.com and you can register for free there. The summit has just started. So the time is now before all 34 talks are not available. Now I want to celebrate your wins. One particular healing rock star was just incredible. I loved her win from iTunes. It's Music Mama 416 and she shared this win last month. Here's what she had to say. This podcast has changed my life. Thank you, Dr. Marisa, for information, special guests, and essential oil blends. You have become my go-to expert for oils and have taught me how to have way less stress in my life. Well, thank you so much for sharing your big win and finally getting to a place where you feel good about managing your stress levels. Goodness knows, it took me a long time to get there myself. Now, if you are listening, I would love to gift you a copy of my book, Music Mama 416 from iTunes. This book has such incredible recommendations on stress and stress reduction tips. I know you're going to love it. All you have to do, my dear, is reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Dr. Marisa, and I will hook you up and we will get that book in the mail for you. Now, if you are listening, one, welcome to this episode of Aging in Reverse. I am so excited about this. This podcast is all about empowering you. And if this has helped you in any way at all, these episodes have moved the needle on your health journey, let me know. I would love to shout you out. You can reach out to me via Instagram, Facebook, or by simply reviewing this podcast on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you love to plug into. That way I can continue to support more women who are ready to become the CEO of their health. Now let's dive into this incredible conversation with Natalie Jill. But first, I want to sing her praises. Natalie Jill is a fat loss expert turned high performance coach who helps women age in reverse and level up their lives. At age 48, she has rebuilt and created everything from nothing three times over. She is gifted at helping women uncover what is holding them back from results and guiding them to uncover their master passion and calling and a life that thrives. In the process, Natalie Jill has created a globally recognized brand with over 2 million social media followers. She's got several books, and she's one of the biggest influencers in the world. Now, some of her newest accomplishments is she has a new book out called Aging in Reverse, which we're going to be talking about today. Let's bring her on. (laughs) 
Welcome to the Essentially You podcast, Natalie Jill. How are you doing today, girl? I am fantastic, especially since I get to chat with you. I'm excited. Me too. Me too. Oh my goodness. I love your mission so much because you embody so much of what I know is possible for women as we step into our 40s and beyond, even our 50s and beyond, what we are capable of, how we want to feel. And what I want to do before we get into this conversation really about aging in reverse, which we all want that, right? We want to be able to increase that longevity and to feel amazing at any age. But I want to talk a little bit about your story because I know what, there was a time where you didn't necessarily feel that way. There was a time where you were, you were feeling kind of like, Ugh, what is going on with me at this age? And I'd love to hear a little bit about how your mindset has shifted and how, what you're creating, not only the movement that you're creating, but what is possible for us. Totally. So let me take you back even further than the story you're probably referring to. So I'm going to take you back about 12 years. So I'm 48 now as we're recording this. And about 12 years ago, I had just had my daughter and I was working in corporate America at the time completely unrelated to fitness, nutrition, aging, all the, all the women stuff. I was working in like dental implants, which is done. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> like how I even was doing that. But I was in corporate America and my world really came to a huge pivot because I was in corporate. The housing market had just crashed. This is back 2007, 2008. If you remember what was going on there, the housing market had crashed, stock market had fallen apart. I was a brand new mom and I was going to be a new single mom. I was going through a divorce and I gained a ton of weight for me. I'm only 5'2 and I was 60 pounds heavier than I am now. So here my world was shifting in a massive way. And I say that because the way what I just described who I was becoming right then, a lot of people can relate to that. Maybe someone listening is that or they were there at one point. But what was different for me is I had lived a really protected life up to that point. I was very self-righteous about it all too. Like no one should have debt and everybody has a perfect life. You, you know, go to college, you get married, you have kids, you have the corporate job. Like I, I, I lived this like perfect bubble life. And all of a sudden, nothing that I knew as my reality was happening anymore. It wasn't working. I found myself going through a divorce, a single mom, overweight, depressed, broke, all the things and was actually losing my house. Uh, my house was in the process of being foreclosed. So I was in a full tailspin of what the heck is going on. And the biggest problem with it all is I was feeling very fake because I had no one to talk to about it because I lived this perfect bubble life and I thought I had to maintain that appearance. Now, looking back, that seems ridiculous. Like I should have been authentic and talked to people about it, but I didn't know how to. I, it was so new to me and so out of the blue to me that it was, it was shaking me up. So I hit my own personal rock bottom. This is 12 years ago with a newborn. So you, you enter in the hormones and all the things too when you have a baby. And I, I was a mess. I was, a, I was a, not a hot mess. I was a messy mess. <laughs> and I went into a depression and I spent three months just feeling sorry for myself, not wanting to get out of bed. I did because I had a daughter, but that was really the only reason. So I, I hit this spot and there was a moment where I saw the light. And that moment was I caught a glimpse of myself walking I had two dogs and my daughter and I was walking and I saw one of those windows where you see the mirror reflection. And I caught this glimpse and for a moment I looked and I thought, that's not who I am. Like that what I'm looking back is not who I'm meant to be or who I am. And I need to shift that. I got this moment and I went home and I remember sitting there and thinking, okay, I've been successful before in life. And what was the pattern when I was successful before things? Like, what was that pattern? And I came up with, well, I made a decision and I created a vision. 
So that's all I knew. And I had to make a decision and I had to have a vision. So I decided, okay, my decision was, I don't want to feel like this anymore. Like this is not who I want to be. This is not working for me. And that was my decision. And my vision was, I want to be anything other than this. <laughs> that, that was about as far as it got. So I remember turning on TV and I saw Oprah and they happened to be talking about the secret that day and uh, law of attraction and vision boards. So I went and I grabbed a stack of magazines back when we all still read magazines. <laughs> and I pulled out any picture that applied to me that looked cool. I made a vision board. I started staring at it. And every single day when I was waking up feeling like I didn't want to get out of bed, I would make myself stare at that vision board and ask myself this question. If I was the girl living in that vision board, what choices would I make today? And that was a really pivotal question for me. It changed my life. It was everything because what started to happen from there is I started taking different actions. My thoughts were changing and I started taking different actions. I changed my body. I changed my health and things started to look up. And I started sharing that on Facebook. But at the time I had like a hundred high school friends. I didn't have 2 million people like I have now there. I had literally a hundred high school friends. And I started sharing for my own accountability. Like this is where I am this is where I want to go. And this is what I'm doing. I'm going to share my food here for my own accountability. And I had no agenda. I didn't know anything about internet marketing. I didn't know I was going to create a business. I knew nothing other than I'm going to share this for my own accountability. And what happened, what I know now was that I was being super vulnerable and authentic without even trying. And it attracted women, a lot of them. And women were coming at me, all could relate. They wanted to know more. They wanted to know what I was eating. And my very first product was born, an ebook of my recipes because people were asking for it. And that was my very first online experience with helping people in something other than dental implants. <laughs> so, so I started there. Fast forward on that, that led into a whole business. And next thing you know, I'm jumping into becoming this fitness and fat loss expert. And I kind of get a giggle. I'd win awards and you can Google my name and it would come up right away as fitness or fat loss expert. And I, I felt kind of guilty about it. Like I, I, it's not like I spent years and years studying this. I mean, I, I was credentialed at this point, but it really was just literally me being authentic and vulnerable and connecting that grew an entire business. So, so that's where it started. So I can get into aging universe, but I don't want to keep talking if you've got questions about that. I love the journey of, of what you stepped into and when you just kind of had that decision and you decided to make that vision. And I know that you talk about why taking massive action is overrated. And I'd love for you to speak on that because so often we think that we need to take this massive action and that's what paralyzes us. Yeah. So when we think, when we get advice, if you were to Google something online about how to build a business or how to you know get healthier, anything, anything you Google on how to do, you're going to see a theme of taking massive action. Do all these things, do all these things. And what I want to share is that's very overwhelming for people to take massive action. But if you take one step in the right direction every day, you're going to get there. Literally one step in the right direction. So back then, what worked for me was those one steps. I decided, I created a vision board. I would stare at it. I would evoke a feeling. I would share on social media. It was like just little baby steps and I, one day at a time. And that literally, it changed my body. It changed my business. It changed so much. And what I will share is that my business was working for years. I helped lots of women lose weight. And then start, things started to change with me. And I believe things happen for us, not to us. And started to change in my business a little bit. And then it started to change on my body. As I said, I mentioned, I was in my late 30s starting this. And here I am now, I was approaching my late 40s and things were changing. And I, I all of a sudden was not feeling as passionate and excited about jumping around doing fitness, <laughs> you know? So I started, I started shifting and diving into new things. And what's really funny is 
when I started diving into to new things I was tackling, I was fighting it. I didn't want to share it with my audience. I was thinking I still have to be this fitness and nutrition person. I need to and what's interesting is my business stopped working like it always did when that happened. And when looking back now, I can say it's because I wasn't authentically sharing what I was working through. And I believe when we really share what we walk through, that's when things work. A couple different things are going on there, right? We want to keep giving people what they, what we think that they need. And also we want to be able to, you know, there's this big distinction between control and surrender. And I have a full on confession. I have been the woman who has wanted to control all the aspects. Yeah. And this year has been a year of surrender for me. And my gosh, it has been such a game change. Probably the first time I'm sure my audience already knows They're like, oh, maybe she, she definitely has some control stuff going on. But I'm just going to say right now that I have, I have, and I'm probably still struggling with it. Talk to me a little bit about that, Jill, that controlling versus surrender for you. Yeah. So for starters, I have surrender tattooed on my arm like literally tattooed on my arm. I got that tattooed on my 48th birthday because it's the opposite of control. I, I saw that. Yeah. Yes. I do believe most women in their 40s, 50s and beyond do struggle with control and it gets worse. And the reason it gets worse is because now we really can't control stuff because our bodies are changing, our hormones are changing, things are changing and we really can't control. And here's the thing with control. Control is an illusion. Control is an illusion. And if we spend the first half of our lives trying to control everything to get results, then we're in for a big rude awakening in midlife when we can't control things. And I believe people will be forced into surrender if they don't pick this up on their own. So control is an illusion and we cannot control everything. And it's in that surrendering that there's freedom and where creativity comes and where change happens. I do believe that. I absolutely agree. I have a surrender prayer that I say every single day for opening up to what is possible. And it just feels so much, one, it feels so much lighter to yeah. just let it go. Yeah. And that's, to me, surrender doesn't mean like, when it comes to aging for us, it doesn't mean, oh, I'm just going to age gracefully. That's not what it means to me. Surrender means not worrying so much about all the whys and how it happened and the blames, but instead like, this is the moment right now, today, here. This is what, where we are right now. This is it. Where do we want to go? And working in that direction. So surrender to me is being more present. It's being more in the moment. It's being more real and factual to right now. It's not worrying so much about what somebody might say or might do or what might happen or what did happen or what we should. It's, it's all of getting rid of all of that that we're trying to control. I love that. I think that's so powerful. I want to take it back. And I know we talked, you talked about what it means like that, that massive action is overrated, but I will have to say that you have had some incredible transformations, even, even with your body in those years, what were some of the things that, you know, it wasn't the massive action. It was just having that vision board. It was that moment of deciding. And then it was simple things along the way that really got you there. Cause girl, I mean, you've been on the cover of fitness magazines. You really had a massive transformation, but not that you took massive action to get there. What were some of the things that you have done? And I know we're going to shift gears to aging and reversing, but just curious, like, I know some, sometimes we wonder like, well, then how did she do that? Like, if I don't need massive action, what is it that I need to do? So you do need action. I'm just saying, don't get overwhelmed by massive action at one time. So if you take one action every day for 365 days, that's massive action in the end, right? But, it, but if you try to do it all day one, it's not going to happen. And what happens is people look at this whole big list and then they never start because it feels overwhelming. So what I'm going to say is just start. You do something one day at a time. So to me, there's a process. I have a, a very specific method that I take people through. And it start, and I do this in my aging universe community. I start everyone with what I call a 10-day dive where we really dissect this for 10 days and 10 minutes a day. But the, the number one step is you've got to decide, like whatever it is you're deciding, like 
it could be anything. I've decided I'm going to be wealthy. I've decided that I'm going to be out of pain. I've decided that, you know, I'm going to start having more fun. I'm going to, you know, whatever it is, you have to, it starts with a decision. Like number one, I've decided I'm done listening to doctors tell me that my diagnosis is my life. Like that's a decision. It's a choice. It's a decision. And that's step number one. And that always has to come first. And then step number two is you have to know your destination, where you want to go. If you don't have a vision, then spend all of your time there until you figure that out. Because it does not matter what you eat, what hormones you take, what workouts you do, what you listen to. None of that matters if you do not know where you want to go. Because who knows where you're going to end up then. You have to get clear on what it is that you want. I can't tell people what they want. They've got to know what they want. So I would say make a decision and create a vision of what it is that you want. And then after you do that, after you've decided and you've created a vision, that's when you're going to start taking the steps towards that. But what people want to do is they want to skip those things and just jump into the steps thinking that those steps are going to fix them and then they're going to be happy. But they've never actually decided what they wanted and never knew what they wanted to get to. (laughs) So then it becomes this, loop of not happiness. If I ask most women what they want, you know what they say? I want to be happy. That's all they say. And then I say, what does that mean? They don't even know. So we got to figure that out first because if they think a book, a program, a pill, a supplement is going to make them happy, they're in for a rude awakening. You've got to know what it is that you want first. I agree 100%. One of the things that you say I think is so powerful is that validating excuses is oftentimes a short-term solution and that it's moving us away from that decision and that committing to decide. Yeah. So people get super triggered when I say this and that's sort of my point behind it. I always say excuses aren't going to fix your problems. Okay. That doesn't mean your excuses are not real. I'm just saying they're not going to fix your problem. So what we do wrong as a society, what we're doing wrong to our relatives, to our friends, to strangers on social media is somebody gives an excuse and we say, you're right, that sucks. And all that does is validate and keep people stuck. Because if I call you today and I say, Marisa, my doctor just told me this and he told me I'm going to gain 30 pounds. And you say, oh, that sucks. What happens then? We lock her in. Yeah. And then I, I'm, not even, gonna try. I'm mm-hmm. not even going to try to get out of it because I'm going to gain 30 pounds. So I'm, now I'm going to make... So now when I'm at the store and a donut's calling me, probably not going to say no to it because what's the point? I'm going to gain 30 pounds. So I start taking these actions based on my thoughts and I blame it on that diagnosis. Okay. So ex- validating excuses is a very dangerous place to be. Now, if I called you and I said, Marisa, my doctor told me I was diagnosed with this and I'm going to gain 30 pounds and I'm sucks. And you say, my doctor told me the same thing and I lost 10 pounds. What does that do for me? It shifts everything. It, it changes yeah. the paradigm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't want to say that, you say, okay, what if your doctor's wrong? And I say, well, he told me that percent this and you, and you say, what if he's wrong? And you get me in that mind frame, that's a winning combination. So we are really doing a disservice to people by validating excuses. And I'm not saying you don't have rough excuses. (laughs) Like they could be very real. The problem is they will not fix your problem. So why even give them attention? Your energy goes where your focus goes, you know? Why even give that attention? Mm -hmm. Agreed. I wanted to have you connect on that mainly because so often you know, one, we are validating excuses, but two, we really get to choose 
how we want to live. And that's why I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. I do want to shift gears because I do want to talk about aging in reverse. And I love that you shared a little bit about your journey where you knew that you were transitioning, that something else be, something else started to matter. Not to say that you don't love to serve your audience with, with um, all of the great work that you've done before. We shift and we change and we kind of have to surrender to that as well. And I love that you finally felt that need to surrender and you've created something so beautiful. So talk to me about what it means to age and reverse for you. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Such a, such a big question. There's so many things, but what I'm going to share is that when you look at a little kid and you look at them and you watch, just picture a little kid playing at the beach, you see confidence, you see presence, you see very much living in the moment. They're having fun. They don't worry about what people think. They don't worry about judgment. They don't care about people pleasing. You think their mom says, we got to go. They don't care. They're like, well, I'm, I'm in the moment. I'm living. I'm having fun. And they get lost in time. And that to me is what I think of. When I think of youth, I'm not thinking of what someone looks like. I'm thinking of that. Okay. So then what happens is we're all born like that. And we all start out like that at some point free. And, and on top of how we look like we're being, we also believe anything's possible. So you ask a kid what they want to be when they grow up superhero, cowboy, president, whatever. They say all kinds of things. And there is nothing in their way of believing it's not possible. Okay. They believe anything's possible. I think back to a time I was with my daughter and we were driving and she sees this big area of land. It's like government owned land, and it's, but it's on the water. And she said, gosh, when, she was like five or six years old. And she said, when I grow up, I have an idea. I'm going to build apartments there and it's going to have an amazing view and people are going to buy them. And I said, that's an amazing idea. She was dreaming. And the person in the car with me said, you can't do that. It's not possible. The government owns that land. And we had a big argument around it because she got made a sad face. And I said, it's still possible. And he said, no, it's not. And I said, yes, it is. Of course it is. What if she's a billionaire? I'm sure she could negotiate something with the government. I'm sure like it's always possible, right? But I watched as he killed her vision. So what happens to us as we age, you start out that way and then you go to school and you're being judged and there's people pleasing. And then we get in our twenties and we, we build up this thing where our vision, our dreams, we start filling it with reasons why it's not possible. And we stop being so present because we're worried about the to-do list and everything else. And all of that starts to go away. And then what happens is we're now monitoring a to-do list. We're working a to-do list. We're so into people pleasing and making others happy before ourselves. We're so worried about judgment that we don't even know who we are anymore. We stop becoming ourselves. We start stepping into what we think others want us to be. And then we get into the forties and fifties and we look in the mirror and things are changing and we're thinking, oh my God, it's our age. And then we start going to the aches and the pains and all these things. And we just start blaming our age. But what if it wasn't just the age, what it's all those things we lost along the way all these years. And now we're finally stopping to pause and we're noticing it all. So to me, aging in reverse is getting back to that. Because when you can bring back your authentic self and have more presence and fun and connection like kids do, you feel youthful. You look youthful. It's everything. Any adult listening right now, females, especially in their 40s and 50s, if you think back to the last time you had just like crazy fun, first of all, you'll have a hard time remembering it probably. But then when you do remember it, I'm going to ask you, who were you with? What were you doing? And what were you thinking about? You were likely connecting with other people. You were likely super present. You weren't on your phone. You were likely not thinking about your own self or what you look like or all your to-do lists all those things. And that's when you had the most fun and you were laughing and you felt youthful. And that's when I want to get back for women. Because when you 
can have that, when you can embody that, when you can experience that, not only are you fully living and enjoying life and creating amazing moments, but you actually start looking younger. Hmm. I love that. It, it is. It's so true. We, we get so bogged down in other people's stuff, in our own stuff and worthiness or lack of worthiness that we just completely forget what it feels like to be in that moment. I was interviewing a woman, Sherry Salata, yesterday, and she was talking about reimagining what your life looks like at midlife. And she's in mm. her fifties. She was the yep. executive producer for I love Oprah. Her. I've interviewed her. Oh, yeah. yeah. And what we were, t- and what I was talking about, like, I was like, what is important to you right now? And she was like, what is important to me right now is just reveling and enjoying all the wonderful things that are happening in my life. And when that happens, she's like, my fingers are literally like sticky paper and they're just attracting all of these amazing opportunities by me just actively thoroughly enjoying and appreciating all the things that I've got. Yes. And she's like, this is like this new paradigm for me. And she's like, what if we would have figured this out in our twenties and our thirties? I'm in my fifties. Like, what is the deal? Talk to me a little bit about as you're helping women kind of navigate through this, have there been some wonderful breakthroughs? Are women beginning to feel this? Because let's be honest, you and I are serving women. And how is gratitude helping to really step into this mode of aging in reverse? So it's so funny because just like you mentioned her, I was seeing this commonality with women that I thought were thriving in their 50s and 60s. I was noticing it, but they weren't even verbalizing what it was. So I figured this out. Like this is what they're doing. So I need to bring this to people because what I see more normal, what's happening more is more women go to these one or two extremes. Very few are doing what Sherry's talking about. So they either go to, I'm going to control it all. I'm going to control it all. And they don't know how to let that go. So it, their list of maintenance gets bigger. Their list, their to-do list grows. So now it's like, and this was happening to me, by the way. Like I was like, we, I would joke with my friends like, oh my gosh, the maintenance list is just getting too long. Like now the appointment list and the doctor's appointment, it's just like, it starts growing. You start trying to control it all. And then you stop really living because you're not having any fun because you're so worried about controlling it all. Like you're not going to go jump in the ocean because you'll fall apart. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, so you stop living. So you look that. like, wouldn't it Shailene or Shailene Johnson just post yeah. like, or you did like I the Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So either that extreme happens or the yes. other extreme is I don't give a shit and I, I'm going to age gracefully and then they get bitter and nasty and judge everybody else. <laughs> so there's two extremes I see. And don't kid yourself if you're, if you're judging right now saying, just accept an age and just, you know, who cares? And just age gracefully. You're being bitter <laughs> because that's judging and it doesn't matter. Like anyone can live how they want to live, but that's, that's judgment right there. So I saw these two extremes and neither one was truly living. I'm like, there's a middle ground. And I started thinking like, when have I had the most fun recently? When was I truly living? And it was in those messy, present, connected moments that I was living. And I just started, I decided I was taking on more of those. I'm going to do more of those. And I'm going to teach women how to take on more of those. So I'm meeting women where they are. Like I mean, they still want, they want to know how to get abs. They want to know how to get a flat belly. They want to know how to feel better. Fine. I can help. I mean, girl, you look damn good at 48 years old. Thank I'm you. sure people are wanting, <laughs> are wanting that, but you're able to live in this authentic surrendering moment where you're, you know, being present and yet still doing the self-care and doing the beautiful, healthy habits to really nourish yourself. Is that all in connection? It's all in connection. And it's not, it's the chicken or egg question. It doesn't matter. Like I, so many times I give women everything they need for diet and workouts. And some of them, they thrive on it. 
And then others will go, I've tried everything, nothing works. Boom. And they're, and they're, and they're in this bitter mode. And I'm, I see that it's a deeper problem. It's not the workout of the nutrition. We need to shift that mindset right there. And when that changes, everything changes. So yes, I can help you get the abs. I can help you get the flat belly, but you've got to let go of what I call is the fact, the false assumed truths, those beliefs that are killing you right now and holding you back. You have to stop with the thinking you're too old. You have to stop with the thinking that it's your metabolism slowing down. You have to stop blaming anything and everything else. You have to own that it's all possible and stop with the excuses. And then you have to trust that process and start being more present, playful, fun, all those things. And that's that's honestly what I unwind in my new aging and reverse community, which by the way, opened today. I'm so excited. It's just today's <gasps> the first day that we're opening it. But I, I know it's been a work thing, in progress, getting yes, it ready. Yes. The very first thing I do with people, they take them through what I call a 10 day dive. It's 10 minutes a day. And we take every area of your life, like finances, business, the way you look, the way you feel, like all the different areas, because I believe it's all connected. And we look at what's the false assumed truth in that area holding you back. And I help you get clear on what it is you're deciding and what your vision is, because without those two things, nothing else works. So I do those first before we jump into all the other stuff. Mm, I love it. And I love that you're creating a community. Can you speak to me a little bit about the power of community for women? And because I know power, you have created such incredible communities for women to really not only hold each other accountable, commit to each other, but then also help to support each other. I know that's huge for you. Yeah. So you know what control freaks don't like? (laughs) What introverts don't like? What people that are in their head and feeling insecure don't like? They don't like community. And what I want to share is that that's actually your answer. Because when you think, going back to that question, when did you have your most fun time? It's when you were in deep, connected conversations. Think of the times you're at dinner with friends and you're so lost in conversation. You haven't lost, pick up your phone. The waiter is almost annoying you when they come over. You know that feeling when you're like- You're I, shutting I'm having, down the restaurant. I'm having a conversation and like the waiter wants to know if I want more water, like go away. Like that, those moments, those connections as the living part. So I, some women fight it. Like they, I was, I'm, I was that. I would say I'm introverted. I'm too busy. Like think how ridiculous that is that if you call me and say, do you want to go have a cup of coffee this week? And I say, I'm too busy. Like I wear it like a badge of honor. Is it living to get through my to-do list or to go have coffee with you and hang out? Like, so where, where's the living? So the connection it doesn't require hours and days. It's a little bit, but that connecting with other women is so much about where that freedom is. I so agree. I think one of the things that I've discovered or really kind of leaning into is creating nourishing those deeper connections because at the end of the day that's what that's what connects us, that's what fuels us, that's what inspires us. I think it's the one thing that we are that we are not doubling down on enough. No. And so and it's critical because there is an actual method to aging in reverse and it's not just going to the cosmetic surgeon. I'm all for it if you want to do that too, but that's not going to make you happy. I'm going to tell you that right now. Like you can fix your face, your boobs, your whatever. (laughs) It's not going to create that happiness. It's not going to help you truly live. So do that if you want, do it in conjunction with the other stuff. I love that. Now, I know that you you have those first 10 days to kind of get solid and get that vision and to really lock into what you want to create. And then the next step is really as a community kind of working together to kind of create the life that you're looking to create. Yeah. So I have a theme every month like that we tackle and the themes are different than anything like you would be doing or other communities. Like, like a whole month's theme is going to be on people pleasing. Like how do we get over people pleasing? Another one's going to be judgment. Like, how do we get over that? So yes, I still give the nutrition and fitness. I'm just not making that the focus of the program because that is not, that doesn't work. 
And I feel like a fraud just giving that because that, I could have kept going with that. Look, I have been selling fit. This is a big thing for me to like stop promoting my fitness and nutrition programs. Like I put my heart and soul into those, but they work. And until we address this other stuff, it's not going to help. And I really, so many women come to me like, why do you look younger? This, that, whatever. And it's like, gosh, it's because I'm living right now. That's what it is. That's what's, it's not the pill I'm taking. It's not the Retin-A that I use, which I do. It's not the dermatologist I go to, which I do. Like I do all those things, but that's not the reason. Absolutely. Let's, I want to dive in a little bit into gratitude because I know this is something that you've really spent a lot of time on and it is definitely a through line theme here for the podcast as well. But talk to me about how gratitude has really showed up for you, how it's really helped. And mind you, gratitude is so much more than that. But I know so many women are trying to get to that place where they are being so present and they're really, you know, honoring themselves. And I think gratitude is such a big part of that, especially as we're working towards something that matters to us. Yeah. It's so funny. I have a podcast called Leveling Up, Creating Everything from Nothing. And there's a commonality with every single person who has created massive transformation or results in any area. And that commonality is they find gratitude in everything. And I want women to look at that. Like when we look in the mirror and we see the bags under our eyes or the smile lines, we instantly go to what we want to fix and change and what we don't like. What if it was like, all those lines came from smiles and laughs you've had over the years. Like just changing that a little bit or looking at your body as what it's doing for you, not what's wrong with it. So I'm not saying don't go work out or take care of, do all those things, but be a little bit kinder. We're so mean to ourselves and we're so nice to other people, you know, and that's part of gratitude too. So gratitude in everything, gratitude in what your body's doing for you, gratitude that you are the, there's many people who didn't make it to 40 or 50. Like gratitude in that, you're alive, you're living, you're breathing. Gratitude in the amount of resources there are to help you now that you can just with your fingertips find connection to a group. I mean, it's amazing. Gratitude for that. Gratitude for this podcast that you're listening to that's free for you to listen to. Just gratitude and everything. And it's just because it's so interesting how the human mind will go to what's wrong and what's broken and what we need to fix versus what's actually right. I do fully believe in law of attraction and I do believe on what we focus on expands. So if you stay focused on all the wrong things, you're going to keep finding more wrong. The more you focus on gratitude and what's working, what's good, the more of that you're going to invite in. Absolutely. Well, I think people, it's important for us to know that words matter. Literally, they translate into action or they translate into the life where we're living. And the more positive we can maintain, just like you and Sherry talked about, the more of that good stuff is going to come into our life. And I, there's what I really want women to understand is as when we shift that mindset into a much more positive being present mindset, we really do get all the things we want. And that's so important. Gratitude, I know, is a big part of your daily self-care. And I think about all these things. I think about working out. I think about nourishing our bodies. I think about taking time to play, you know, all of that. Jill, honey, can you talk a little bit to me about what are some of the things that are non-negotiable self-care for you every day? Yeah. So non-negotiable. There's not like specific like this habit, that habit, but it, I do put myself first because I, I think it's selfish not to. And let me oh, teach you what that means. And I was like, if you think of a day that you're fully putting other people before you and you're just working down a to-do list and answering everybody's emails and texts and whatever else, and you're not taking care of yourself, what happens when your daughter walks up to you and she asks you a question or your husband wants a hug? We tend to snap at them. <laughs> We're not a nice person when we, we get We got nothing up. for them, Right. right? But then think of a day that like you slept in a little bit, you had your nice breakfast, maybe you read something, you walk, went for a walk, you had a workout, 
then you know you did your work, but like you you took care of yourself. Then how are you when your husband gives you a hug or your daughter has a question? You show up very different. Or if you're taking care of yourself, you show up for a meeting better. So I had to make a decision. I've made a lot of decisions around this, but to give you an example, I made a decision last year that I was no longer making appointments or calls on Fridays, period. doesn't mean I'm not going to work on a Friday. It just means I'm not making appointments or calls because I want to leave that day for freedom so I can go on personal appointments, so I could hang out with a friend if I want to. If I feel like if a work opportunity comes up that's like really speaking to me that that week, not the week before, that like in that moment that I want to do, I'll do it. But I wanted a day of flexibility. And I can't tell you how challenging it was to stick to that. I, I have stuck to it. However, I, there's not been one week in the last year that somebody else didn't want to give me their opinion about that Friday. I, like I'm in the middle of a, a, a launch right now and even my team keeps trying to sneak in calls on Fridays. I'm like, I cannot do Friday. It's like a hard, no, I cannot do calls on Fridays because the few times that I made a decision to, to give into somebody else's need and I didn't do my workout or I didn't do my walk or I didn't give myself that space on Fridays, I didn't show up as my best self and I was resentful. So it's important. You've got, it's like the oxygen mask story. You've got to take care of yourself. So the non-negotiable for me is I've got to take care of myself, which means I'm going to eat well. I'm going to have movement every day. I'm going to work my schedule the way that I can thrive best. And that's the most important thing. I'm going to do that first so I can be better, more present, more available, more fun, more creative when I'm around other people. Hmm. I love it. And what I love so much is that I see that in your Instagram post, you know, I, we started connecting and following each other over the summer and I have just loved your journey, but more so, you know, you very much live what you talk about every single day. And so I think it's such a great place to really get examples of, of you living your best life is, um, and tell us girl, what is your Instagram handle so we can come follow yeah, you? Natalie Jill fit. Natalie Jill Fett. Yeah. Love it. All right, Natalie, honey, now that we know about this community and it's off to the races right now, which is such a great time to join in, especially if you are listening right now and if, you know, maybe there was a little bit of tough love here too, but I know that when we make these big changes, it, it requires a little bit of a shift, definitely in our mindset. And Natalie, you are so, or Jill, you're so connected in to what that is. So tell me, where can we plug into not only the new community, but all the things that you've got going on. You can always go to my website, nataliejill.com. But my, the, I have a book in stores called Aging in Reverse. Uh, you can get it in stores anywhere. And then my new community is agingandreverse.me is a great place to be part of this if this, if this spoke to you. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And so I'm going to have the links to both in. So if you guys want to check out the book and just kind of see what, I mean, so much of what she's talking about today is there, but then I think it's the community that I am so excited that you're creating. And Natalie, you've dialed that in so beautifully over the years. I think that's how you've helped so many tens of thousands of women have the transformations that they've had and is the cue into that community. So I really want to welcome and invite you guys to do that. Thank you for doing the good work. Work and for you know, kind of see sifting through where you are in this journey. I love that in this last transition, as you moved into this new place of aging in reverse, that you are living your authentic life, that you are taking us on this authentic journey, and that you've continued to stay aligned with that because that can be very hard, especially when you know some people want so much of this over here, but you are changing as a person. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's been a it's been a journey. It's not been a rip the bandaid off journey. I will share that. And I'm still I still struggle with it because people want fat loss, they want nutrition, and I'm going to give it to them, but they have to do this other stuff too. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, honey, for coming on and sharing your brilliance. It's been such a pleasure to have you. Thank you. I absolutely loved Natalie's perspective today on what it truly means to age in reverse, and I am on the aging in reverse train. We don't have to hide or fear aging. We get to love ourselves as we age. And there is such a beautiful way of doing that. Natalie reminded each of us that we get to decide how we want to feel and live. And she does an amazing job at giving us tools to set us up for success so that we are feeling empowered, energized, and youthful. And I absolutely love that. Now, if you are ready to take that jump, I wanna recommend Natalie's newest book, Aging in Reverse. Not only does she dive into the mindset, a lot of what you heard today, even in more detail, but she's got a plan to support your body as well. Now I'm gonna have the book and everything you need in the show notes for episode 136, or you can go to my website at drmisa.com slash podcast. Now also, it is the best time to go and register for the Essential Oil Hormone Summit. It is live now, the talks are incredible, and I promise you, you are going to gain so much information and life-changing protocols for supporting your hormones in a natural way. So go and register at eohormonesummit.com. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening in to the Essentially You podcast. On the upcoming episode, I am jumping back into the podcast with a solo episode, and I'm excited to share my advice on how, well, how to figure out the top 10 supplements for hormone balance. Not sure what supplements to take? Well, I've got you covered on the next episode. I think you're gonna love it. And until then, have an amazing day.